This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fox Given. I'm Florence. And I'm Reed. And you are listening hey. to a very unplanned episode. <laughs> very unplanned episode. Well, normally we have like, so I was like we have a like title a list. in mind. <laughs> the unplanned episode. But these are the ones that are the best because we just can riff off and talk about what, we, what we've done, what we're planning to do, what we're yeah. going through, all the, all the crazy sex stuff that maybe We haven't happened. caught up in a while as well, yeah. so... This is this is much needed. I can't Shit's wait. We do have one idea that we want to talk about, which was the the bane of not being able to orgasm, um, finding it hard yeah. to come, uh, which yeah. both of us suffer from. Which actually most people, not just women, most people have issues with. So we want to. Most people find it pretty hard to come. It's and it's something that we don't talk about often enough. No, definitely not because it's a huge deal, and I think it can really fuck with people's minds. It's definitely fucked with my head mm. for most of my life. Um, yeah. And we touched upon it in the last episode, but we just needed to dive into it more because it's such a good subject to talk about. So good. I can't believe that I'm leaving. LA next no, week. I can't believe I can't believe you're coming back home to me. I'm I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm sad for you because I know how much you love LA and how good this has been for you. But to come back to, I mean, I prep you now. Miserable, shitty London. The weather's <laughs> fucking awful. Um, but like to to the yeah. London buzz, to to your friends, to being able to. I was gonna say being able to like drink and have fun, and I'm doing fucking sober January, so. <laughs> Jesus, that we don't even have that to hold on to. We're fucked. Florence, I mean, I've been fucked. doing that out here, so I've been having fun out here. But I am really like, I got to a point, I think maybe in the last two weeks, where I was like, I am actually ready to come back. Yeah, I'm ready. So I'm ready. ready. I'm also ready to like face what I ran away from in a way. Oh my god, amazing! Because like, I, I ran away from the pain of the breakup and the heartbreak, and I really fully like, I have properly healed. Since I've Amazing. been here. That's but like I feel like I need to come obviously like full circle back and be like yeah. what what like tie up all the loose ends, you know? Yeah. And I imagine coming back is all mixture of emotions. But you never know. You might come back and you might be like, fuck, this is great. I feel great. Yeah. PMA, well, positive you know mental what? attitude. When I when I left London, it wasn't like, oh, I hate London. I just need to get away from London. Like, that wasn't it at all. Mm-hmm. It was, like, I lo- like London became my home, like, pro- proper, proper home. I've lived there for, like, eight years or something mm-hmm. now. But, like, it became home in the last two years for the first time ever. And, yeah, it was, like, I, w- I knew that I was going to miss London when I left. Um, but... I definitely have felt like home here too. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my therapist and he was just like, you're just, it's really good that you're just able to, you know, you're able to find home wherever you are. That's nice. Like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, home is where the heart but, is. Home is where you are. Yeah, but I'm definitely, like, London has my heart mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's, you know, I've got a, I feel like my heart is like, you know, swelling on the idea of um, coming home. Nice, so sweet. Which will be really good exciting i mean there's gonna be a lot of exciting shit like you coming back and yeah like me potentially moving well i I will be moving it just fucking better be be. moving i will be moving (laughs) pma just at some point pma (laughs) 
<sighs> yeah, loads of exciting stuff. You know what? The last time we recorded, I was on this like hoe phase journey. And <laughs> yeah. in between now and then, I have gotten to a point where I actually haven't had sex since I think before we recorded the last episode. Whoa, that's that's an incredible feat. That's something yeah. to be applauded because I think maybe three weeks I haven't had sex. That's that's crazy. Like good crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about it? Do you feel positive about it, or do you feel like no? Nah, yeah, I'm really, really, really good. Some. I feel really good. Pipe. Like the only time where I felt like having sex, I, I'm not like not having sex on purpose. Mm-hmm. I I'm not dating on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I decided that I just want to be by myself, and my heart just isn't really open to romantic relationships at the moment. And I was just finding like. I just was finding like my energy being so drained from like all of the dating and like just I felt like I was just giving myself too much to people. Yeah. And it creeps up on you as well because it's like you it really does. you have those like little moments of joy but then overall yeah. you have that kind of overall exhaustion and almost like a sadness yeah. because you mm. are giving so much out. Um and you, yeah. you don't you don't realize it until you're like oh fuck like I just just need to say no to everything. Yeah. Yeah, tied up all those loose ends, friend-zoned everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Needed to be done. And it really did. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what? I'm kind of fine with not having sex. Like, I thought I was going to be, like, (laughs) stir-crazy and, like, really needing dick. But on my last week here, I I have the option to get some dick before I leave. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if I need to. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. This is a, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Happens. We'll find out. It sounds like a very healthy place to be in. Uh, I feel like most of the the things that we're afraid of, especially the things that we think we need or the rituals we have um, and choosing not to, because again, it being January, a lot of people have cut out big things or big changes or, you know, done, mm. done sober January or like started a new fucking exercise routine, something like that. Um, and we all think we can't do it. But when it actually comes to it, I mean, yeah, Veganuary. I remember I did Veganuary thinking, how am I going to live without meat? And did it. And I was like, oh, fuck. All of all of that fear it was just a creation of my own. And when you do do it day by day, it's very easy. Yeah. Like, we, we don't give ourselves enough credit. And, you know, you, you don't need dick all the time, even though that's what we've made ourselves believe. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true, actually. Mm. Like, I just have, I have moments of, like, extreme horniness yeah. where I'm like uh, I need to have sex but then usually like a little bit of sexting or you know I don't know finding you know having some masturbation times so I've been I've been masturbating a lot yeah I mean you do <laughs> when you're not necessarily fucking and getting that that particular yeah. intimacy but then it, instead of masturbating it's all about self-care and recognizing that you can give yourself pleasure and attention and love um yeah hard to find that though really hard and scary to want to try and do it but you've done it babe you've done it well proud yeah it's been good it's been good i'm like yeah it's just it's good to listen to your body and your heart sometimes and like i thought i don't think i would have gotten to a point where i noticed that i just wanted to be by myself if i hadn't have been here for the last three months yeah that's a weird thing to say yeah well I suppose you've grown as a person in sh- in such a short space of time and I think that's yeah. what like what any big change does to us Namaste. so <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> oh, 
We're getting like, oh, Jesus. Uh, I think I'm missing my, my yoga. Christ. Um, I haven't done yoga for ages. Neither have I. I think I should start starting again. I miss yoga. So what's been going on your side, Reed? <laughs> that was a weird voice. Well, well there, partner. <laughs> um, it's been kind of, kind of nice. Like I've had, I've had a lot of sex which has been really good. You're the opposite of me. Yeah, I know. We're never in sync, babe. We're never. Maybe I'm having the sex for you in spirit. Yes. yes. That's why I don't need it. Yes, because my... you're doing it for me. My pussy-o is sending you all the dick energy. You don't yeah, need it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, to be fair, I have had some pretty earth-shattering moments, so maybe you felt them all the way over Ooh, there, babe. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, that, that earthquake. That's what that was about. <laughs> that pussy rumble. <laughs> oh, what's going on? Oh, Reed must be having an orgasm right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. How much sex have you been having? Like every day or? Yes. Yeah, so um, I've stayed at Sam's for quite a bit of the holidays um, because my sister caught COVID. So I hightailed it out of my place and went and stayed at Sam's, which I was really lucky, very privileged to have as an option. If I hadn't, um, I would be back in, what, 10 10 days quarantine, um, which I couldn't do again this year. And you know how negatively that affected my mind. I was not in a good place. So I took the risk. I went to Sam's, did PCR tests, did lateral flow tests all the time. Uh, I didn't catch Mm -hmm. COVID. And... Yeah, so we, we've spent a lot of time together this holiday, which has been really lovely. A mixture of, like, interesting. I'm having to understand and accept a different way of living. So, like, when you live with somebody else, you know, like they're, they're not going to be the same way as you, uh, of course. Yeah, so that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been really, like, I, I cried in the kitchen while making dinner because I was watching him make dinner. <laughs> And so like quite like dinner's quite tricky for me and my obsessive compulsive disorder and having like a particular way of doing things. Um oh. but no, we did we did that and and like the last time he cooked, I I didn't comment on the cooking at all. That was really nice. So that was like a big step forward to me. <laughs> yeah. Yay. But anyway, let's just get to the good stuff. So the sex, right? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, I don't know why I'm beating around the bush. Um yeah, the sex you know has been what? the relationship stuff is very important as well. <laughs> right. I'm I'm trying to figure that shit out. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Um and it's a it's such a mind fuck going from like living a certain way with another person to living on your yes. own and getting used to your own space and then potentially living with another person. Um, yeah, yeah. Even if it was only for like 10 days, couple of weeks. So yeah, sex wise, we've had a lot of free time. Um, and there's been a lot of like bed days, especially after New Year's, we were chilling. Oh, yes. You know, like the, it's it's like the like the couple's bed days are the best days. Yeah, when you're just watching shit, eating crap and Love. fucking and sleeping and napping. Yeah, that, yeah, just oh, like, oh. that is... That is one of my favourite oh. things about relationships. Yeah. Like the, those days... They're the best. So good. good. Um, And because of that, because you're in that relaxed state, relaxed, relaxed state, relaxed relaxed state, um, being able to orgasm, uh, especially because now, you know, it's been, fuck, I don't even know, Ah. seven, seven or eight months now. So now I feel more comfortable. He feels comfortable. He knows my body and the way that things work. And yes. and, And yeah, so talking about not being able to come, I came 
in one day, I came literally three times in one day, which is huge. That's such a big fucking deal. I mean, and loads of G-spot orgasms as well, like flurried (laughs) in and out. I find it, I still find it so bizarre that you're like the flip reverse of most people. Mm. Like most people find it very easy to literally orgasm, Mm -hmm. but the G-spot is the really hard one to get. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. I don't know what's happened because before I would never have been able to G-spot. Um, And it would be really fucking hard work to get to that clitoral orgasm, even if I was doing it myself, even if it was I was using the same trusty toys and I know exactly how to make myself come. There was something in my brain that was mentally blocking me and I didn't realize. So I would, of course, like project. I would blame it on the toys. I would blame it on like the person. I mean, I, I suppose I didn't really blame it on the person, but blame it on like, oh, my mind's just not focusing. But really it is, it, it is just this mental blockage that I created for myself that I needed to figure out how to conquer. And you know what, yeah. Sam's been able to do that. I honestly feel like with doing it yourself and practicing yourself on how to focus when you want to achieve a clitoral orgasm or any orgasm for that matter. It just takes such hard work. You just want it to become easy. And you think as well that looking at everyone else, it's so easy for them. And we, we're just as bad talking about how much sex we get, how fun it is, how amazing we have, all the orgasms, when it's just not that simple. For most of the time we have sex, we, it, it's not an amazing time. We don't have an orgasm. Um, and we kind of make out that like, sex is just like the best thing in the world and it's like yes it can be but it takes fucking hard yeah, work to get be. there so yeah there's been a lot of like fucked up role play like really fun oh, role play yeah. oh god the role play has been in fucking say <laughs> i swear we've just gone through like what everything sort of role play okay so the best one that i was like mind blown at right it was um oh my god like king turn on just thinking about it so we did the whole harry potter film series over over the holidays Um, and you know I have like a massive thing for Draco Malfoy and um, with Sam's dyed hair he looks so fucking sexy and like bare Slytherin (laughs) and oh my days (laughs) and so he was like fucking me as Draco and it was oh god it was so good and then the tables turn and I don't know when or how this happened but then he started calling me Harry Potter so it was this like crazy motherfucking gender bending scenario of Jacob Malfoy fucking me as Harry Potter and oh my god this is like my teenage fantasy of like all the fan fiction I read about Harry being (laughs) fucked by Draco in one fuck moment and just me being like what the fuck is going on it was just so crazy (laughs) like this is this is what's beautiful about role play. It doesn't have to stay in the realms of like, you are a man, I am a woman, you are this age, I am that age. It could be fucking anything. As we know it could be anything. from sex education, when they're role playing aliens, like why not fucking throw an aliens there, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's Oh, I love a bit of role play. Oh god, it's just been so good. And we role play like throughout the day as well. Not even just like during sex. It's just all the, all the fucking time. It's just oh, so I love good. that. It's so good. So yeah, we've been just playing around with that. And also like a little bit of swapping the the domination roles as well, which has been really fun. So me becoming like more dominant. Ooh. Uh, I mean, not loads because we naturally fall into him being more dominant and me being more submissive. But like that's yeah, been yeah, really yeah. fun to play with. Nice. And it's it's those bed days where I can, uh, where he's, I mean, again, 
sitting and watching TV and he's just like, right, we're going to get one of your sex toys. I'm going to put a remote control sex toy in you and you're just going to have to sit there watching the film. And I'm like, what? Excuse me, say that again. That's good. Oh God, it's just so good. You know what? It's really weird hearing you talking about this because I'm like, I'm sure I've been doing a role play recently. Like, what am I doing? And I've just so been sitting here realising that I've just been having loads of fucking sex dreams. Oh, yeah, but sex dreams can be and really good. They're so good. Maybe that's why I like, don't need the dick in real life because I've just been getting it in my in my dreams. Are you having like the, um, the what's it called? Not lucrative. What are they called? Ludicrous, no? Oh, um, lucid dreams where you you can choose what happens. Yes, yes. Potentially. I think I've been having more and more lucid type dreams, but I kind of like, not completely, but like I do slightly like know what I'm doing in in the dream and it feels like very, very real. Like you just guide it that way. I had a a bisexual moment in my dream the other night and it was like, it was so so hot amazing i was just like making out with this girl that i met in line for some focaccia bread (laughs) that's so so like it could happen that's so good oh there's no dream aspect it's just pure real she was very hot oh fuck yeah Yeah. i I was like love shit love lucid sex dreams they kind of only happen when you've had like a very deep sleep and you sleep you oversleep and then you're kind of drifting in and out of sleep just before you wake up but fuck i love a lucid sex dream they're really hard to describe it's it's not like you are controlling it you're kind of like guiding and hoping it's going to go that way and it kind of does go that way but it's still in that weird dream space where still like weird shit happens yeah exactly yes super actually this is a random thing that's been happening mm-hmm. i've accidentally started sexting with like a friend like someone that i friend zoned uh well i mean and then but yeah he's been sending me dick pics and i, I was like oh my god i didn't know you were packing that <laughs> <laughs> i would have friend zoned if you if i knew if you were packing I, that no. <laughs> imagine <laughs> oh that's that's terrible but true um i mean maybe (laughs) just true but true but it it may be yeah maybe um it's worth exploring (laughs) i guess right or do you think you wouldn't go further yeah i i don't know like we were kind of like maybe we should do this before i leave i don't know he's in florida right now though so he's not back yet yeah so i don't know yeah shit Got to make that decision. I don't know. I know, because it's also like, well, obviously I'm not going to see him for like a long time. Mm. (laughs) I love this. The beginning of the podcast, you're like, nah, I'm not having sex at the moment. I bet by the next episode, you're like, well, I've had sex with like a few people since before leaving. Well, you know what? The whole alone thing isn't about not having sex. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's about not having romantic connections. Yeah. So if it's Mm -hmm. purely just physical sex, Mm -hmm. I was talking to my therapist about this Mm -hmm. and I was like, therapist like I think like I think my heart is closed I think I just need to be alone and he was like great and I was like but I'm really scared because obviously I have a really high libido and what what am I going to do about my sex Mm -hmm. and he was like well why can't you have sex and I was like well because I want to be alone and he was like but can't you have sexual interactions without like being with people and I was like well yeah (laughs) kind of can and I and then I sort of recounted um, 
I've had like one fuck buddy here where I literally just go like drive to his, we fuck, we have a takeaway, watch a movie, fuck again, and then I leave. And like <laughs> that's, so that's perfect. perfect. That's so perfect. It's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, fuck. But the okay, we must disclaimer this. To find a perfect scenario like that, you have to sift through and wade through a lot of shit. <laughs> it's hard yeah. work to have that yeah. perfect relationship. And also I don't know if I would be going back there if his dick didn't fit so great. Yeah. And not in like a bad way, it just wasn't the right one for you. Yeah. Well, he, you know, we get on really well. Mm. Sex is pleasurable mm. and it's just very, like, very casual. Mm. God, I love the cash. The, the bit that gets confusing for me is when I start fancying them. Yeah, especially when you don't want to. And that's so frustrating because you're just like, no, yeah. please, I just, just want to be free. I don't want feelings involved, yeah. which is why... I'm hesitant about the friend hookup mm-hmm. because once you're friends with someone, like friends and sex, oh, that's yeah. a relationship. That can, well, not always, but yeah, I think that it, that can be a recipe for catching feelings, especially if the sex is really good. Exactly. But it doesn't have to be, you know, we don't know. You can't imagine and you can't like predict the future because it might just be perfect. It might be like, okay, friends True. that we fuck and that's it. And I think I have a lot of PTSD, like, fear mm. around that scenario as well. Because I'm like, I can't, you know, don't want to be really, really good friends with someone and have really good sex. Because that's basically what me and my ex were. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, your body's preparing you for a whole world of pain, which might never happen. You just don't know. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, yeah. it's not fair to your body and to your life experience to prevent that. Yeah. When I do have dick lined up for London. Oh, do you? Can you tell us more yeah. about this dick lined up? Um, it's actually weirdly someone that I was messaging from field mm-hmm. before I even left London. Oh, and right. we were supposed... Oh my God. You know, like ages ago, I think I, t- I spoke about this on the podcast mm-hmm. when we went to the I Play Safe event and we all got like really drunk and I told you that I was texting with this guy and like he was maybe going to come over. Oh yeah. When I got yeah, back yeah. and then I had to walk all the way up the stairs because my lift was broken and like oh. basically was going to pass out and yeah, luckily he didn't he didn't come. I I don't know if I did talk about it in the podcast actually because that's not a very interesting story. No, I, th- but I, I definitely I remember, told you Yeah, you definitely told me because it's a joke story of you being like, "Yeah, we're going to fuck." And then by the time you yeah. got upstairs to your you were just like dead out cold. Oh yeah, asleep. and I made a burger in oh. a pit in a pit of bread and you were like you thought that was really funny. Oh, in a bit of bread as well. It's like such drunk food where you just like yeah, I don't have brain greens pizza bread, burger, loads of ketchup. <laughs> So it was actually really tasty. Though, really it, it does look pretty good. So good. I mean, it does sound pretty So anyway, but we kind of like, you know those sort of things where you kind of keep in contact via Instagram stories? Yes. Where you're like, react, yeah. say something. <laughs> like, Just keeping, keeping the motion going. Um, and then like maybe a month ago, I reached out and was like, hey, would you actually want to meet up when, when I get back? And he was like, he was like, oh my God, yeah. Oh, nice. I love, I love this honesty. I don't think people do it enough. I think they, they try so hard to play the game. And instead of just, oh, just being like, that. right. I know we're so over that. But still, I think a lot of people play yeah. the accidental game because they think that's what they need to do to act cool. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like that. It should literally be like, hey, I think you're fit. Like, do you want to go out for a drink rather than this like wishy-washy, won't yeah. they, will they game? It's long. We've so it's just it was such a waste of time and energy. 
not knowing. Yeah, this 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 guy has a lot of potential, nice. you know? So let's hope he lives up to it. He goes to sex parties. Nice. Check. He is into a lot of the same fetish things, including my lactation thing. Oh my God, yes, he please. Was so, when I mentioned that, he was like, oh my God, I've been wanting to experiment with that for ages, but I've not found anyone that's into it. So I was like, yay, yes. finally. And he's like really dominant and like into, I don't know, into loads of really cool stuff. And he sent me some nudes and damn. <laughs> <laughs> And damn, damn. Well, I'm excited for you. Um, going, leading for those English boys. I know that that <laughs> British cock. London, London boys, give them to me. Uh, and actually, you know what? After the whole time where I've been so into Americans and their accents, I'm sick of you. You're done. You're done with it. I've had enough. Like, your accent sounds normal to me now, so it's not that exciting. That's hot. <laughs> fucking a new person what kind of tips would you have if you were struggling to come with a new person mm-hmm. i guess like the the i mean the main thing is is not to put the goal on orgasm mm, yeah and just to li- like really just relax into it and then just enjoy the experience as a whole mm-hmm. and maybe also talk to them about the fact that you might not orgasm yeah. and that's okay i was going to say like so that- putting the not putting the goal on orgasm like you have to not just think that mentally but actually have a conversation about it and be like hey so yeah. i really struggle to come like i can we just maybe not focus on making me come and then because the pressure when they want to make you come so bad that's really nice yes but then you get the pressure, it's a lot of pressure block in your head and you're like oh my god if i don't come they're gonna think they're shit in bed or exactly like they're gonna be doing and it for hours and i'm uncomfortable or something like that that's really really like not what you need mm-hmm. when you can't when you when you find it difficult to come yeah actually one of my main tips for um getting like more relaxed and like really feeding into the orgasm i was doing this when i was masturbating the other day and i was like damn this is actually really good like (laughs) when you when you get really into the breathing yeah like if you're because sometimes you struggle to come when you're masturbating and i was having one of those days yeah and i was like okay how do i get into this so i started like doing that really like deep i was like okay imagining that i was like bringing the pleasure like up my body so like a big like and like like that and then suddenly i was like suddenly i was coming i was like oh great (laughs) whoa oh shit i'm coming (laughs) because breathing is is such a great technique that i've heard works for so many people i don't think it works for me but i know that visualizing Mm. and focusing on my clitoris really works so if i'm not focusing maybe not maybe if breathing doesn't work for you um then yeah just focus on the bits that you feel pleasure on so imagine that you feel pleasure on your clit like that that's the way that i normally get over the edge if, if i'm really concentrating i'm i can see my clit it's almost like i can see it in my mind's eye i can i can imagine what the pleasure feels like in my clit and then yeah then the, then the pleasure generally starts to grow but not always but what what you're saying with the visualization i've definitely done before as mm-hmm. well like being like oh this ple-, like where am i feeling the pleasure like oh the ple-, like just like getting into the pleasure zone the pleasure like, zone like really and then just be like oh the pleasure's there 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 you know yeah I, I think yeah like visualizing and breathing is just a good way to focus anyway regardless of what you're yeah. doing but especially when it comes to sex um 
And if you can't focus on your breathing, try and match your partner's breathing. I find that really helpful. Mm. I do that a lot if I can't sleep. Then if my partner's asleep next to me, then I'll be like, match their breathing. Um, That's so cute. It's fucking hard though. You're just like, just breathe normally. (laughs) (gasps) I think the main main thing with orgasming though is to really take away the goal. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not expecting to orgasm, if you're, if you have, any kind of little thought in your head about I want to orgasm yeah you're not going to yeah that it can really throw yourself off and that's the you're sitting there going like please I want to orgasm like this yeah you might even think that the sex isn't worth it if you don't orgasm I definitely have that feeling where it's like what's the point of masturbating if I don't come and it's like well there is still a point you're still experiencing pleasure and you're still enjoying the sensations um yeah we started doing this thing um and I think it it I'm really surprised that Sam has the patience to do it because, again, even when I know what I'm doing, even though I'm comfortable, it still takes me 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to be able to clitorally orgasm with my wand. You know, like that it still takes a fucking long time. And I'm so impressed that he's just not gone nah fuck this this is too long like I just want to get my own pleasure and like leave you so we, we now sort of have oh, this oh no of course he wouldn't well, do that there's a lot of dudes that do do that you know they don't they're not invested in your pleasure and so I well, am they suck yeah <laughs> They do suck. Uh, or they're just, you know, they're just a bit like not bothered. And they're just like, oh God, you take forever. Like when I could just bust in like no time. I feel like it's interesting. I feel like I've come across a lot of people, a lot of people that are more into this space mm-hmm. and like more open to having these conversations are more turned on by giving their partner pleasure yes. than the pleasure that they receive themselves. It's the educated and person, right? It's about giving it's yeah. about giving the pleasure and like learning what turns your partner and what gets them off. That's the exciting yeah. thing. And- that is so fun. I love it when there's like a really collaborative sex session. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and well, that's what I had with that uh jelly butt guy. Oh my god, I love the jelly butt guy. He's so jokes. He might come on the podcast. Please. Yeah, still might. Please. I'm so I'd be so down. I need to grill him about yeah. the jelly butt, we man. To, we need to talk to him about the jelly yeah. butt. Yeah. Um <laughs> But where where this takes so long, so with with like the wand, um, Sam's done mm. this really amazing thing recently where he'll just be like he'll just like put the wand on me and I'm like oh I'm not gonna come it's not gonna happen and I give up so soon because I'm like I'm bored it feels uncomfortable I don't want to do this anymore I just want to have sex or whatever um yeah and he's he's just like shh, shh, no 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 just 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 relax just calm down just relax just like take it and I'm like okay <laughs> and then okay daddy <laughs> it's it's almost a daddy moment it's almost... <laughs> we are borderline it's very uh, DDLG, that's for sure. I just haven't. I still, oh, oh my god, still can't get the around the daddy in, thing. The guy in London's into that as well. Oh god, I can't. That. I can't wait. It turns me on to hear about it because I know how good it is, but I just, I still can't say the daddy yeah. part. I, I saw some um, shorts on Venice Beach that said "Daddy's Dinner" on the back, and I took a picture. Oh and my god, put, they were on my stories, and he messaged me saying, "Get them." <laughs> That's the kind of commitment you need. That's so fucking good. Oh, so good. Oh, God. Daddy's dinner. Jesus. I've just come off my period as well, so I'm like maximum horn oh, right now. Oh, you are the hornball. I'm so horny. Was there anything about 
what Sam was doing that was that like another thing that's happened that's really helped you? Definitely like the lack of pressure, I think is really important. When we were first going out, we had that conversation of like, I find it really hard to come. Um, Mm. And a couple of times he, I don't want to say slipped up because it's sexy when people say like, oh, like, you know, you're gonna come tonight. Like that's hot, that's hot to hear. But then that also puts the pressure on things of like, oh my God, but if I don't, then I'm gonna ruin the whole night. And of course, that's not how you actually feel, but then that's the seed that's implanted in your brain and that can just stop you from coming anyway. So I had that conversation with him quite early on being like, hey, do you mind maybe not saying anything about orgasms or coming or anything if it happens it happens um and he did take that on board for sure uh which was really helpful again no pressure and it's the same with this whole really being okay with sex toys was a huge i can't i can't come on my own anyway i've never really been able to come through oral i can't do a manual wank with my hand it's just not doable sex toys is the only way manual wank no, I've tried. I've tried when, when I, you know, when you go through the stage of like, am I using my wand too much? Am I desensitizing myself? Okay, let's go back to the hand. And halfway through, you're like, this is fucking shit. Whoever does this, why? What's the point? Oh my god, I've lived for three months without my wand. Oh, I'm so excited to be with them again. <laughs> them. You will be re- reunited with your wands. I'm very excited for you. That's, that's oh. exciting. They're, they're, like, they're, they're just the best piece of equipment that you need in the bedroom. So when you find it hard to come, get yourself a oh. wand, practice with it by yourself, and then introduce it with another I'm person. I'm going to be wanking all day, every day. Yeah, all day, <laughs> yeah, every day. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and different ones do different things as well, I've noticed. You know, it's, yeah. you've got to try, you've got to figure out which one is for you. That's actually like a good point, though, with um, what you were saying about toys, mm-hmm. is that if you don't, if you do find it really hard to come, then incorporating toys can be like the game changer. Yeah. And asking questions, not just being like, let's get the toy and use it on you like this because that's how I imagine you. Like, tell me the way that you like it. Show me what you like. What makes you come? What, like, you know, grill them. Not maybe grilling them sounds a bit tough, but <laughs> just learning more. And if they say, I don't know, then give them time and patience because it's it's daunting for somebody to go, okay, what makes you come? Like, let me help you. It's embarrassing. Mm. You feel shame. You, you, you know, you don't want to sit there going like, right, well, to make myself come, I have to have a t-shirt, I have to play with my nipples, I have to put the wand in a particular position and it has to be on a certain setting with an insertable toy inside me doing this certain thing, you know, like, and I have to sit there and concentrate, you know, like that's hard to explain to somebody. It, it feels so vulnerable telling somebody exactly how you masturbate when nobody else is supposed to know. So that can take a long time to build up the courage to actually talk about. Once you do though, oh my God, like the pleasure gates open. If if I'm yeah. more vocal about it, if, you know, if he's down there doing something internally, I'm like, oh, actually, would you mind swapping places? And if you play with my nipples, then I can get the wand out. Yes. And then yeah. I'm all like, this isn't working. Can I get a different toy? You know? It, yeah. Um, or again, oh, this isn't working. I'm going to give up. Oh no, I'm not allowed to give up. Okay, I'll keep I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying for you, I promise. Oh, I'm coming, okay. <laughs> so good. 
I always have the thing where, well, not always, but like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in a sex situation and the guy does come first and you're like, well, I need, you know, be great to orgasm yeah. afterwards. And you kind of need them sometimes to put in the extra effort. And I've quite often been like, can you put your fingers inside me? Yeah. And they're there half asleep, like, yeah, like (laughs) half asleep with their fingers. Like, and I'm like, yes, your fingers, my wand. Then it happens. Yeah. Then I have my orgasm. That's what you need. What? It's so much better if, again, talking about heterosexual relationships here, if the female comes first, then the man. That should be, mm. it, it makes more sense. Like not just, uh, it, it, chemically it makes sense. Um, yeah, you know, if the woman, org- woman orgasms and then like they're open more, they're more susceptible to more pleasure. Their, you know, their bits inside are all swollen and therefore the G spot is easier to rub against and cause pleasure. And the G spot really is only the back of your clitoris. It's the back of the nerve endings of your clitoris. And they're in a different place for different people. And then with men, once they ejaculate, and as we've learned that there are chemicals released in men that make them actually physically tired, you know, sleepy. So it makes sense to just have the woman come first and then the guy. It it would make so much sense. But it's so hard to do that. And a lot of people don't want to put the time and effort in because they're like, especially because I go through the mental process of like, okay, I'm bored of foreplay. I just want to fuck. And that's when I do myself yes. over because it's so much harder yeah. to come that way. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you need to properly warm yourself up first. Yeah. Have you ever done the thing where you're foreplaying for ages but you and you like... Are on the verge of coming from foreplay oh, yeah. and then you're like but I don't want to come from foreplay I want to come from penetration mm-hmm. so then you like stop the foreplay go into penetration and then you can't come that yes! is the most frustrating it's thing so ever. frustrating you're like but the orgasm would have been so much bigger and better and it's like no you just fucking did yeah. yourself over you really did you should have just come bitch <laughs> should have just fucking come and I honestly feel like if you allow yourself to come sooner, then you're more likely to have multiple orgasms afterwards. That's the thing. That is the thing. And I think quite often, like once you have come, maybe you're not feeling like carrying on that much Mm -hmm. afterwards. But if you do power through that little moment of like not really feeling that much pleasure, not like really being in it, if you just like get back into the mindset then you will just be real like rebuilding more orgasms after that yeah I mean, that's the only way it. the only way i can have g-spot orgasms is when mm. i've had a lot of pleasure uh, we're talking yes. like hours of playing and touching and you know play fighting tickling for me um uh, role playing even before we've even touched the genitals mm. and then all of my fucking vagina and insides swell up i can feel it you know i'm 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 wet i'm swollen i can feel my g spot it's like so ready to to go and then yeah the more pleasure i have the more it's like it's just like a tap once it starts the g spot yeah. orgasms and i i feel so grateful and privileged that i have that ability to be able yeah. to just like the the clitoral can be so hard but once like I'm in that headspace once my body's in that place of being able to g-spot orgasm I'm not joking I can g-spot orgasm maybe like eight times in during a fuck wow it will just keep coming and that's it, my diet <laughs> keep coming. I've never had that 
Uh, it's only yeah, again, that's... only only with Sam really that this has happened, where it's just like over and over and over again. I'm just this like, is Fuck! this is the thing I was just about to say. This is when it's not that size matters, but the fit matters. The like fit. I have like to be able to orgasm super super quickly. There are just some things that fit way better than other things yeah. and that could be a toy you know or it could like a strap on or whatever and it or it could be like just the perfect dick yeah and yeah because with this with the guy that i just go over to fuck my like well the actual like fuck buddy that i have here like his like when his penis went in me i was just like it was immediately <laughs> like oh it was <laughs> Oh, it was immediately t- like rubbing on the G spot, mm-hmm. and then I like I had a G spot orgasm within like maybe two minutes of fucking, and that's yeah. like unfucking heard of for me. Yeah, and like sometimes I just never even have G spot orgasms like with sex, and then I think I even had another one. Yeah, like and Fuck. this is some- that's something I'm not really used to because I've always found G spot orgasms very very hard. It is, um, yeah, it is about the fit. Even with my ex, I didn't have that many G-spot orgasms. It wasn't that easy. And I thought that was the perfect fit. So yeah. it's just like, it's yeah. crazy. Maybe, yeah. Because I think with the person that you're with, you always think it's going to be the perfect fit. But then, yeah, I, I definitely knew the first time I fucked Sam, I was like, holy shit, your dick is great. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was shocked. Um, if not a little, just a little bit too big. My poor sore pussy just cannot handle, I swear to God. I'm like, please. I'm just like, can you shave off okay. a few centimeters, please? <laughs> and you I'll be on one of those donut rings. I am, I am on it. I'm on with those because obviously I was yeah. going through like the the potential endometriosis, which is still yes. on hold. Still on hold. I'm, yeah. Um, I've got tests coming, um, mm. but that seems to be doing okay. But I'm still experiencing a lot of pain during sex. So yeah, I want to try the donuts out, which is basically like a, be a, good idea. a rubber ring so that. Again, it's like the a bumper for a dick. Yeah, so like when you are getting pounded, it's not penetrating, yeah, and not like fucking internally hemorrhaging the back of your vagina. Yeah, oh, so yeah, because sometimes, like I've definitely slept with people where their penis was too, like if they went in properly deep, oh, it was too big. Yeah, too big like, for sure. And they had to like, and I'd be like, they were like, was oh, that too deep? And I was like, yeah, like they had to change up the way that they were fucking mm. you couldn't go like really like hard and rough and like what i really like because their dick was too big yeah and then it's also complicated because pain is also slightly pleasure as well and you like i mean i get off on the idea of pain but even though i'm like fuck i'm yeah. gonna regret this later but i'm just like yeah deeper <laughs> hurt me more which is just <laughs> so fuck you know Weirdly, I like outer pain. I don't like vaginal pain. So if someone is too deep and like thumping the backside of me, that suddenly removes me from feeling the pleasure that I should be feeling as well as that. Yeah, yeah. I I think that makes sense. For me, it's like the whole consensual, non-consensual play thing that happens in my brain. And then I'm like, oh, I don't want this, but I want this, but I don't want this. It's like the anal sex for me. <laughs> yeah. God, we're so fucked, man. Our fucking convoluted brains <laughs> trying to do us over. I'm so horny. I did want to explain, um, because mm. we do talk about G-spot orgasms and clitoral orgasms, and um, it's it may, again, we make it sound like it's easy. It's not easy, but also it took 
I think both of us a long time to realize what a G-spot orgasm felt like because it was so different to what a clitoral orgasm felt like. And I'm fairly certain that I was having G-spot orgasms for a long time before I really went, oh, that might be one. Um, Let me focus in on that pleasure more because it, it doesn't feel like with clitoral, it's just a sudden like, oh my God, and you're coming, holy fucking shit. And like, that's it. And it's really intense. And then you kind of come yeah. back down. But with G-Spot, it's kind of like pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Oh, and just really fucking intense pleasure for a long time. You don't really know where it starts and where it ends. And there's kind of no real uprising or downfall. It's just kind of like there. I don't know. It's slightly different for me, mm. I think. Because I had weirdly like one of my first ever sexual relationships when I was 18 um I was with a guy that we fucked a lot every Mm -hmm. single time we fucked we didn't ever do any clitoral play because we were young we didn't really know what we were doing Mm -hmm. but like he had a perfect fit dick and (laughs) we I came g-spot every single time and it was it was a kind of like it was a build, but it was like this deep build. Yeah. Like, whereas like, I feel like if you were gonna talk about orgasms as if they were sounds, mm. like an, a G spot would be like a really deep kind of like rumbling, growing, like kind of like loud, like rumbling drum, yeah. like orchestra. And then the, and like the crescendo would be like a mixture of like all the different kind of like bassy noises and like a little bit of like violins like going up you know and then like (laughs) but the clitoral orgasms like orgasms kind of like like the high pitched kind of like and then like really like you know feel like i don't know why that explains it quite well for me yeah because it like because sound is vibration Mm. and you can kind of think about orgasm in terms of vibration, I think. Yeah, that's a nice way to explain it. It's, I mean, it's orgasms are so different for different people. Um, yeah, I think we all experience them completely different, mm-hmm. which is why, like, we have a video on YouTube which is like, what does an orgasm feel like? Yeah, it's because so many people fucking Google that. It's got loads of views. Yeah, it's it, it's it is mad and. I I just, I remember realizing that maybe if I was having a G-spot orgasm and I started focusing in on that pleasure that maybe I could like hone it and recognize it as an orgasm itself. And I did. I can't remember where I learned that. Um, but it was just a, it was just a point of like really listening to your body and really recognizing the difference in between like pleasure and like an orgasmic pleasure. Um, yeah. And I think I only managed that because recognizing like footgasms or ticklegasms, mm. like, or, you know, orgasms that are completely nowhere near your genitals, nipple orgasms even, and how that yeah. feels so different. Um, but really really listening to your body because again many people out there could be having these g-spot orgasms and just not thinking yeah not realizing and just thinking well it doesn't feel like a clitoral orgasm so it's not an orgasm it's just just intense pleasure right it's just supposed to be fucking intense pleasure intense intense pleasure and i think like after you can kind of tell when you're orgasming by how you feel afterwards as well yeah like there will be a little bit of like a drop Mm -hmm, afterwards mm -hmm. and you kind of could be done you know yeah, yeah, I've had that. I'm like, okay, done now. Yeah. yeah, depends on where you are. And cycle, like menstrual cycles, have a mass play a massive part. Um, where your head's at, what stress is going on. 
Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, okay, I just want to bust a nut and get the fuck out of there. And other times it's like, fuck me all day. I think also uh, in terms of recognizing it, quite often when you're orgasming, your muscles are like clenching. Yeah. So once you get to the clenching moment, that's, I mean, that is the orgasm. Your muscles contracting, spasming. Mm. That's the orgasm. Yeah. That's what it is physically. Physically, and I don't know, it's but feeling good. trying to trying to think, I don't think mine does that the same when I have an, a, a G sport orgasm. It definitely does when I have a clitoral, you know, it spasms out. But when I'm having yeah. a G sport orgasm, I clench, but it's not like a orgasmic clench. Maybe it is. Mm. Oh fuck, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like maybe when it's a G sport, you like clench in, mm. and then suddenly you open up, mm. and like the energy is released yeah maybe yeah because that I could, I could definitely recognize that when i'm yeah coming anyway God, fuck this has been an interesting conversation yeah i am so fucking horny jesus christ i'm not and i feel quite good about not being horny although I, th- nice. after this conversation i feel like a little bit more horny but i'm just gonna <laughs> breathe through it okay well this has been a great unplanned episode i feel feel like it's been good it's nice to come back as well and obviously talk about come it's like the best thing ever coming into the new year (laughs) 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 well i hope yeah i hope the the advice and tips is useful for some people Mm. and yeah let us let us know um obviously remember to rate and review the podcast the reviews mean so much to us so if you do have time to do that it would honestly just melt our little hearts it will it also means if you rate our podcast especially on apple Podcasts, then we could get to the front of the line you know it could get to like featured mm. so please do exactly. that for us same with spotify as yeah. well if you can rate save download share sharing is probably the best thing sharing is caring if you know somebody that would find this episode useful Oh, any of the yes. other episodes, and please pass them along because it means so much to us. You know what? Word of mouth is the greatest tool yeah. in terms of marketing. Yeah. It really so fucking is. So if you really love this podcast, tell your mates about it. Yeah, please. Best advertising. And of course, if you want to keep up to date with all the shenanigans we've been going on, please follow our Instagram, which is at mm. Come Curious. We also have our personal accounts as well, which is Reed Amber X and Florence Bark. Yeah, and catch us on YouTube as well. We've been doing a lot more like vloggy content on there. Oh, so yeah. you can get a little bit more of an insight into our lives on our YouTube channel at the moment, which is also at Come Curious. If you have like a story or anything that you want to share on the podcast, email it in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. Yeah, nice one. And that is it. That See is you it. next Thursday, Curious Fuckers. Love you all. Bye. 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 Crowd Network, a place where you belong.